man. I feel like we're on the night of the Roxbury. Everybody ready to party or what? I'm serious, man. I'm ready to party. Every time I hear that song, man, I'm always like ready to party. You're such I'm a ready. I'm ready. You know, ready to start bobbing my head like, you know, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Sophia, don't hurt me. I well, I only hurt you because I care about you. Oh, God, man. I wish you wouldn't care for me that much. Anyways, <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the Sweet Spot LS. And I am your host. The host of the most, the mostest, the hostest. I am the Drew. Yeah, baby. The Drew. And with me always is my beautiful co-host. And batting her eyes all the time. You always bat your eyes. My beautiful co-host, Miss Princess Sophia. There you go, everybody. Okay. So <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, we are in this lifestyle for a reason. Okay. We are we we're not normal. I guess you could say we're not normal. No, don't say that. I really do hate that word. We are, it's not that we are not normal. We are like-minded people who group together to do fun shit. And you say, you sound like you just did that for a PSA commercial. Yes, because I've been <laughs> called not normal. I think that's bullshit. I'm very fucking normal. Well, I'm not normal I, because why? Because look, I'm a jujitsu practitioner. I, and I'm, and I'm a Kempo, uh, 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 martial arts fighter. Okay. I get beat up for a living. Okay. By... And I do it by other people. You get beat and, up and by when I get too. I get beat up by them, and then when I do after I get done beat up, I give them a hug, saying thank <laughs> you. So I'm not normal to get to do that. Is not normal. When I did pro wrestling, that wasn't normal. But you know what? Though people like us, we do things, but we found our peoples, and we do we do things that are not loved by everybody, but we stick to each other and we make that community. So we're not doing anything wrong. It's not not normal. Believe me, when you walk into a party, I feel very, very, very normal. Normal in the environment. Okay, so with that being said, we have to, again, you know, if you're going to do this lifestyle, you have to be somewhat comfortable and you have to, you know, push all your jealousies and insecurities out the window. Okay, so if you're going up there and you're bringing your spouse to these parties, you're going there with the idea of finding something, sharing your partner, or it could be those that want to be watched or want to watch or whatever, but you know, you're around sexual environment. You're watching other people. You're having people watch you, you know? So if you, if you, you know, like, you know, okay. It reminds me of those guys when I used to go to nightclubs, right? Those guys who would go up there, these big fucking meathead looking mamalukas and shit, man, who he'd have, he'd, he'd be this fat fucking, <laughs> just total douchebag and everything looking guy. And he'd have this really beautiful woman, wife, girlfriend, whatever. And he would go up there and he would have four drinks, two in each hand. And he would never dance. And he would just sit there. And he would watch her dance or she would whatever. She can go dance with her girlfriends or whatever. But damned it if anybody got near her or damned it anybody talked to her or stare at her too long. He was ready to fight. He was ready to he was ready to throw hands. So do you but do you think that he ever came down from that and was like, sure, I'll let you touch my girlfriend. Yeah, if it was another woman. 
Oh well, I if mean... it's if it's a if it's a couple, it's got to be because I've seen it so many times over and over again. You know, they're like they get another couple. Oh, let's just let the ladies play. I mean, I've been told that my my, my ex partners. Hell, I even had somebody say between us. Somebody come out there and they were like, "Oh, can we just get the ladies to play?" And you and I, we could just sit down and everything. We'll go have a beer and everything like that. And we'll just let the ladies play. Like, no, take your insecure ass somewhere else. But that's but that goes with people where we talked about before. People saying they have their own their own ideas of what their lifestyle looks like. Right. So and that's that's fine. And yeah, that. you but can the, definitely you know, have that. But you know what? That's why we did our wristband system. So you know that. But don't go up there and. You, again, I don't I understand that, you know, not every party does that or anything. You know, hardly any party does that. But you know what? If you go up there, say, ask you, ask us, like, what our level of play is. Like, I ask everybody, what's their level of play? That way we don't get it confused. You know, I tell everybody, you're not, you're not bi, you're bi-situational. And so that way there's no misconstrued, okay? Now, my point I'm trying to make here is, is that, it, you know, if you're if you've got any kind of insecurity or any kind of you know uh you know jealousy tendencies and everything about sharing your spouse then you need to reevaluate what you yeah. what you're doing in this lifestyle. I I think that I think that the the rule about sharing your spouse it comes from people who are still jumping in and out of the idea. I mean, I get it. Like I, I have a, I have somebody that I would really like to take to a party and I'm still kind of like on the fence of how that's going to go. And I keep playing different scenarios in my mind, but for me, I mean, I'm a little bit, I'm a lot more invested than most people, but, um, and I'm, I'm kind of a rarity too, because I love to see it. I love to see you with other people. That for me is something that, that like, I will take care of myself later with it, you know, but some women, it, it takes a lot for them to see their man with somebody else. Um, you know, reassuring your partner that, yeah, honey, I'm going to touch her. I'm going to kiss her, but guess what? Who goes home with me at the end of the night? Who, who am I going to go? Who am I going home with? Who's going to be in my car and who's going to be in my bed tonight? It's a, I think we, that, people that are still on the fence, they need to reassure each other. And it has something to do with, I don't think it has anything to do with um, being insecure. I think if somebody were to offer that, um, they were to offer that to me and say, look, it's just me and you at the end of the day, everything else will follow. It should all follow. You, you watching your partner, you lending your partner to a situation to have a great session on her own, that should be something that gets talked about and your and then once your um insecurities you know get less and less you should lightly you know lightly go into it and let your partner because you know what if you what if you have a partner and she's you know you're very much like go ahead go ahead honey go do whatever you want to do get let that person touch you go do whatever you feel you need to do and she does it. And then what if she doesn't like it? You've given somebody full on permission, but she doesn't like it. So Right, but that's where you've got to talk. Yeah. Like I tell people I tell couples all the time, man, talk about it. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Even mm -hmm. if you've been in this lifestyle, like you and I talk about it, you know, whatever, you know, like what we're liking, what we're not liking, what we're doing here, what we plan on doing here, what we wish we can do, what we want to do. Yeah. You know, there's we we still talk about it, even even after all these years, decades, you know. But 
again, a lot of people, they just, you know, they're not, they're, they don't stay in tune with them, with each other. Do you think that people, do you think that they're married or they're boyfriend and girlfriend? Do you, where, where do you think that the main problem comes from? Like, who do you think that, like, is the couple that's married would have more of a problem than a couple that's boyfriend and girlfriend? Because the way I see it, boyfriend and girlfriend, you don't, well, technically, necessarily, you might not go home with them. But a married couple that have been together for so many years, like, is it worse being married saying, you know, but you know, if you're married, you're going home with that person. You have a an actual commitment with that person. Maybe, maybe, I, I'm not really sure, man. Maybe, maybe the ones who that are married. Maybe they're going up there and they're the probably the worst because they already know they're not going anywhere. Right. They're stuck. You know, till until death do you part, right? Yes. So if they do something stupid or anything like that, they're gonna hear about it later, they're gonna deal with all kinds of shit later and everything, but yet they're still gonna be together. Where a boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, they can be, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, if you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you don't have that commitment, you know, like unless you're, I mean, yeah, girlfriend, boyfriend is a commitment, but now you're throwing in a lifestyle in the mix. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't have, like, if they're not a fiance, you don't have a ring, you haven't been together for over a year, that's definitely one of those things that has to get talked about. Right. Um, but yeah, if you're married and you have all these commitments and things, you have kids, you, you know, everything is in place, the insecurity should be less, I would think, you know, I mean, like we talk about, you know, um, we talk about like what it, what it looks like, you know, like the other day, um, you gave me a hall pass to go out with my friend to somewhere else. Okay. You don't have an insecurity of me for a lot of different reasons. You don't, because either you trust me, either you're, our, our uh, bond is strong. You, you trust me, but for somebody else to say, go ahead and do what you need to do and and you give a hall pass and everything and you do something to not help with that trust that's going to that's going to that's going to hurt things okay it's like this right <clears throat> let me explain it like this it's like a relationship okay like for those guys there are, there are guys that go up there and want to know everything that their girls doing everything they want to know exactly because why because they are they're worried that she might be messing with somebody else or whatever and they they'll go up there and they check their phone they'll just say well who are you talking to who you've been doing who you've been doing this and everything like that you know i always say it like this like my ex even if i checked her phone even even if i checked her phone it was for something else and they it wasn't really necessarily you know that i was trying to keep tabs on her. she used to check my phone and everything and and she she, she never found anything you know but you know because i wasn't doing shit and if i was talking to somebody I was talking to somebody about a party okay so she never had to worry about that okay now i always say it like this why would you want to put yourself in that predicament to make yourself unhappy why would you want to go up there and check somebody's phone if you have to worry about your spouse or your girlfriend or whatever or boyfriend going up there and messing around with somebody then there's no trust there because you know why? You can't trust that person because you already have this idea. There's something that happened that you're going through saying, hey, I can't trust you for, for to do this. I can't trust you to do that. Okay? So if you go up there and you check their phone, you're just setting yourself up for misery. Because if you find something, now you're, you put yourself in like more. Like now you're thinking about it. 
over and over. But if you go up there and you just let it happen naturally, you know, like I didn't know my ex was going to break up with me. I thought we would have an argument and then we'd be good and everything like that. But she broke up with me. I, I think that I think that not necessarily looking at somebody's phone could be the, the deal breaker. But I think that if you would get a lot more answer if you were just to do that. Um, how do they show it? If you were to go for your like, just go reach out for your partner's phone and see your partner's reaction. Right. Oh, oh yeah. No, right. I, I totally agree. Like my I had I like my I have a I have a password code on mine now. But when I was with her, you didn't have one. No, I did. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but she knew it. She knew uh-huh. every password that I had. I know kinda, every single password. I know my my ex, he had a password on his, but I didn't know it. And then now we have like the whole face thing, you know, face right. recognition. Face and one day uh we were I don't know, relaxing or something, and you asked me to get your phone and I told you um I said, "Are you sure?" And you go, yeah. And I told you it was somebody from your work, actually. And um, you were like, answer him. And I was like, are you sure? And you were, and I'm I'm not used to that. I'm not used to that. So that was like very crazy. I mean, you trust me with a lot of your passwords, you know, your safe combinations and stuff like that. So, I mean, it just, it blew my mind. Yeah, it, I mean, I mean, I got, I got, you know, uh, a gun in there. I've got, you know, uh, $500,000 in cash. <laughs> And everything like that. So those who uh, who are feeling a little squirrely, if you kind of want to get that money, you know, remember what else is in there. Okay, but yeah, yeah. But you know, and then also like you'll notice your partner. Um, you know, if you what did you say one time that like was it? I think it was you that your partner, if they have something to hide, their phone always goes down. Yeah, always faces down. Yeah, I believe in that. I mean, I I I did that for a few different reasons sometimes, but um, and then also um. Like, you know, when you're walking around your partner and you just so happen to walk behind them, notice, do they turn their phone off? Do they still remain on their phone? Do they uh, turn the light down on their phone so it's dim? Like, what does that look like? But I'm not saying we're not I'm not giving you reasons on how to see how your partner is cheating on you. But what I'm saying is the trust has to be there. And when you have that trust and that's why that is simply why I think that's where it came from for me me liking to watch you because I think that I trust you. So when I have a partner and I'm watching you play for me, facing it head on and you being in the same room is comforting to me because not only am I, am I playing, I I shouldn't say aloud, but the fact that I'm playing and you're in the room with me and I know that you have my best interest as well as me seeing how you um how you are with with the person that you're with it all it all is like perfect well see for me. see i i got no problems with that i never have i never had i've always said hey man you know i like seeing my partner playing with somebody else and everything because it turns me on okay and i'm fine with that i'm fine with seeing you i was fine with seeing my ex i think but my ex she didn't like seeing me my ex didn't even want me to be us to be in the lifestyle to tell you the truth she didn't want me she didn't want me playing and i don't know why but she didn't want me but she tells me you know after we break up and everything that she wants to get out of the lifestyle but now she's back in it you know and so my point where i'm trying to make with this is is that if you have any kind of jealousies if you got to worry about your spouse going up there cheating on you then don't get into the lifestyle because if you're going to go up there and you're going to 
see other people. Are you going to be afraid now? Are you going to be afraid that every time you go to a party and your and your spouse plays with somebody else, are you in, always going to be in fear that they're cheating on you or they're going to cheat on you or they're going to see this person on the side? Because I've seen that. I've seen that happen. And we, we've talked about it before where people, um, they are concerned and like you'll notice people come without their spouse or you'll notice that people, um, they don't want to play in the same room as their partner. You know, we, we've been to a party. Um, he was really a nice man. Um, and we played and what he did was after we played, we had kind of all congregated in the kitchen. Everybody had played. It was like an all play party. So we all kind of congregated in the kitchen and he kind of came up to me and he said, I'm not done with you. We're going back again. And I, I, you knew that I had taken off, but that was kind of a weird thing. And I, and I, it did cross my mind. Like, does your partner know we're back here? And you just told me that, you know? And so I, I mean, nobody ever wants to be the reason that somebody's going to go home and be upset, but I'm okay with knowing that you're going to, you're going to be, I have no jealousy with that. And I know that you have no jealousy with me and that makes me comfortable to be around you. I don't always feel like I'm stepping on eggshells and I don't feel like I'm going to like look up and see you glaring at me and I'm, and I'm going to say, Oh shit. And then that's going to stop my, because I have to trust you. Absolutely. If I don't trust you, then there's no reason to do this together. Absolutely. Then it would just be just a normal, you know, like you do you, I do me. Yeah. We're just going in there just to whatever we're, we're, we're putting parties together just for the money, strictly for the money, uh, rather than for the, you know, for the love of it and to, to, to to make something you know bigger um you know i i i i don't i don't have a jealousy i don't have jealousies I, and then even if i even if i was to say i was jealous like like okay um you know i don't like to bring her up and everything like constantly but you know like my ex and everything like that was going up there and towards the end of our relationship the reason for the end of our relationship is because she started talking to another man about her feelings, about what she was going through in her life and her emotions and stuff like that, because he sympathized with her because he was going, he went through it before. So she was confiding in another man about what she should have been confiding to me. She should have been talking to me about, but she said it was because of me. So again, that's where it starts. You ever see that little character thing that I have? Um, he talks about, oh, he go. it's a little stick figures. And so she goes, I want to get married. They get married. I want to have kids. They have kids. All of a sudden, they start. he starts mowing the lawn. He's doing all this. He's taking care of the kids, doing this, going to work, all that. He's stressed out. And she's rah, 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 rah. She's yelling in his ear. She's all talking all kinds of mad shit and everything to him. And he's just, he's just still being a dad. He's still being uh, 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 you know, like, you know, what he has to do in his life. And everything like that. And then all of a sudden she goes up there and she goes to her friend and she says, uh, he goes, Oh, the, the romance is gone, everything like that. He doesn't he doesn't uh see me anymore, he doesn't pay attention to me anymore. And then all of a sudden, uh Tyrone is listening and he creeps in and he goes up there and She's up there still yelling at him and her husband and everything like that and talking all kinds of shit to him. And then all of a sudden, 
he goes up there he goes oh i've been thinking about you so much and everything you're so beautiful i can't stop thinking about you she's like stop you know i'm married and still she's like, her husband wants to go golfing and she yells at him for golfing then all of a sudden he goes come on let me come over let me come over just for coffee and uh and uh while your husband's at work oh okay but just just for coffee and a chat and they end up banging it out so then he's turned his head and he's like how could you do this to me and she goes he made me feel special and then it, it, it transfers over to where they got a divorce she's carrying these big old money bags and he's 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 in a small house she's in the big house with two kids and the dog you know and well that's that's definitely somebody's that's somebody preying off of somebody's um need for passion some if you were if you were a real man and you saw a woman and she had kids and she had a husband you would leave well enough alone but if you're a fake man and you saw a woman and she is vulnerable she's not happy and you think that that's your moment to go in and scoop her up and make her feel special you're in the wrong but see here's here's the reason why i bring this up so my ex she was up there she was talking to this other guy now that guy could have easily said hey you know what man i just don't feel comfortable with this and everything you guys are together you know, just, you know, like, I, I can't be talking to you and everything. But like, do you ever see me talk to another female? If I do talk to them, it's like very sporadic. Or their friends. Or their friends or whatever, yeah. anything like that. But I'm not talking to them one-on-one. I'm not yeah. going up there because I respect the issue and everything like that. I don't have the jealousy in it. See, like my ex, I didn't have that jealousy. But when she started doing what she was doing, she was talking to another man. Those feelings got involved. That emotion got involved. So I still wasn't jealous. I was concerned. And then turned out, like, a couple days later, she broke up with me. Well, you know, I... I um, I've Actually, been, one day later, but yeah. I've been thinking about bringing somebody into lifestyle, and, and it's kind of like it's a thought process that is really, really weighing on me right now. But I'm thinking about bringing somebody and show them into my lifestyle. And now this is like a whole project, everybody. Like, I, you know, I may just like do a couple, make us do a couple episodes on it. You know, I'm really like thinking about this process. I think this person is very capable of being in the lifestyle. I think this person is very capable of understanding my lifestyle. They definitely are not um, shy. They're not ashamed sexually of things. I just want to figure out the best way to bring this person into the lifestyle and i'm very i'm invested so i really want to see this happen but again i you know as much as it is is reserved is that you again just like based off of your last your friendship that went sour okay yeah now what are you going to do when this person that you're bringing in because they're closer than that one. But see, that's that's a, that's a thing I have to be willing to take. Just like, just like when couples get together and they say, you know what, hey, let's try something. Let's spice this up. You know, let's spice. But they, you have to take an initial step. And and I wonder for some people, how does that actually happen? Like I I had said before with this person, I caught him watching porn, and I went down there and I said, okay, let's not make this awkward. I want to open up to him. So I said, um, hey, you know, you're watching. I do, too. You know, it's not a big deal. I do, too. Right. And I tried to open up to, to get there. And that was my first step of seeing where this person was. And then 
now, now what I, my thought process is, of course, I'm not going to take him somewhere where it's going to be like freaking cheers and I'm going to walk in and they're going to be like, hey, Sophia, like, you know, 10 people at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That would be horrible. Right. So I'm thinking like taking him somewhere like far, somewhere I know is a little bit less than super crazy. Yeah, like a, go to San Diego or something like that. Something like that. Or maybe to Vegas to some like touristy place mm-hmm. that, you know, because I, I wonder if he, it, like how it would look. If I took him somewhere and it's all deep in the woods and stuff like that, like nobody would know where it was rather than me take him to somewhere very touristy and very out in the open. And then because then it won't be like, how did you find this place? It'd be like, hello, it's out in the open, you know, so I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm thinking about. I'm, I am not implementing this yet, but there's a lot. And, and all that comes with trust because I this is why I'm thinking about it so hard is because if I take this person somewhere so hardcore and so um overdone it's gonna scare him and i don't want to scare him and especially that night you had made a point a while ago where you had said that if you took another girl and you wanted to take her to to experience this lifestyle the first thing you would do is make that trip all about her so you wouldn't play at that trip you would like you would like as much as comfortable as i am i would not go to this new club with this new person and say oh my God, I'm going to take four on tonight. No, what I would do is I would have him walk around, take his lead wherever you want to go. What do you want to see? You want to go over there and look at it? You don't want to look at it? No big deal. Let's go over here instead. And I would make it all about him because if you make it all about you, then you become selfish. And then it becomes, so I, the whole trust thing, I'm, it's so in my brain and I'm taking it step by step, but I want to see how do I make this person feel comfortable and how do I, let this person not overthink it because if I were to play on the first night I took him somewhere, it would be done. It would be so done. And he would say, no, I don't like that. No, because I didn't, I didn't do it slowly. You didn't prepare him. Yeah. I basically threw him in the pool, said sink or swim. And I don't think that that's the right way. So when you have your partner and you want to trust each other, take it slow. There is no rushing this. Like there is a party every weekend. There's, I believe me, on my community list, I get at least 20 parties every weekend. There's no stop. There's no stopping of parties. So if you don't go this weekend, it doesn't feel right. Go the next weekend. If you don't go to the next weekend, take two, three weeks, talk about it at home, do it again. But you can, you can. There's always an opportunity to get people to a level that makes them feel comfortable. Never rush anybody. I think rushing people is the first thing. This this lifestyle is definitely not a throw them and see how, and how do you say throw them out there, slap them on the butt, and say good luck. Yep. That this is not the lifestyle for that. Everybody has to be at a comfort level, and and making your com- making your your person and talking with your person and saying, I trust you. I want to share you, and if we don't like it, make your rules before you even get there. Say. That's the problem. People don't make their rules. Yeah. I mean, we, we have rules, you know, we have safe words, we have rules and know that that person, like if, if that person is literally involved, if somebody is in your spouse or you are in somebody's spouse and she comes up to you and says, pickle, that means you need to be prepared to say, I apologize with you, whoever you're with, get out, take that condom off, put your clothing on, leave with your partner and say, thank you, babe. I needed, I'm so glad that you said pickle. Don't be pissed off. Don't be, don't make them feel bad. Pickles are safe for everybody or a coat yes. for 
Yes, yeah. definitely. It we it used to be stop it some more, but it didn't, <laughs> it didn't work out. So, but but no, no, it, you should talk about it. You know, even if even if you're at home, and let's say you guys are playing around, and you say in the middle of it pickle, and if they don't listen to you, you know where that's gonna go. Right. But I think I think definitely, of course, we always say talk about it. But no, I I I'm going to only trust my partner if I think in my head if i say pickle and he gets up without reservation doesn't give me but a you got to say it to where you can hear it you know what i mean he can't go out there and like you know like pickle. with a mouth wisp uh, uh you know with the the party's going big and loud and everything and you go you better say pickle yeah. you know yeah yes. like, i want some more pickles on my sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a partner that you know will jump up look at you and not blame you then that's that's the person you need to be with. You know you're going to be comfortable, right? And you know, I like I said, you know, just everybody, just you know, got to talk about it. You know, if you got some insecurities, if you got some problems, you know, in, in your relationship, if you got problems, you know, in your life, you know, don't don't come to these because it's just you know, take care of your stuff first, take care of your life first before you come to this because it's just not going to get better. It's going to get worse, and then you're never going to get anything done. And it's going to be a really bad time. So that wraps it up for this episode. We are the Sweet Spot on Cassidy, Facebook, and Kick. Also the Sweet Spot 13 on SLS and SDC, the Sweet Spot LS on Twitter. You can also look us up on our groups, the Sweet Spot and Cumberly Crew on Cassidy, or you can come and join us at one or all of our parties, which are all located in the Riverside County area. Please look us up on Cassidy, Kick, and Facebook for all party postings as well. So if anybody and anyone has any suggestions or questions, please, you know, leave a message on here and, you know, we'll answer it as soon as we can, because we really want those messages. In the meantime, I am the Drew and always with me is my beautiful co-host. That's not even paying attention. I'm so sorry, Princess Sophia. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>